I think I, I was telling you this the other day. Yeah. How when I was um eleven years old, um I lost my best friend. Yeah. So yeah. he died to um sickle cell anemia. Yeah. And yeah, I remember that day. I don't know. It was weird because like I I knew something was wrong before I found out. Um, welcome to the ninth episode of the Bias Reality Podcast. Um, I'm your host, Orwell. I'm Eddie. And I'm Cornelius. Anyways, I was going to say welcome back, but fuck you. <laughs> wow. Yeah, screw you, bro. Wow. <laughs> you're, ba- you're basically part of the furniture now, man. Yeah, like I said last episode, man, you're basically the host right now, so just take a... We don't have a lot of time right now. We have to be at the airport in an hour. Um, look, today's episode, we're just going to be talking, it's going to be a bit of a, you know, um, yeah, we're, we're going to be talking about overcoming pain. Um, <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> yeah, like just, you know. Physical it's pain? Not, not, no, physical pain? No, not necessarily physical, but like, I don't know, it's just, it's not something that um, we hear a lot, especially from the male perspective. Like, just, you know, when it comes to dealing with pain or, you know, dealing with those kind of things. We, we don't always hear that coming from a male perspective. So we're just, you know, we're just going to talk a little bit on that. Is there, are there a lot of females talking about this? I mean, females are always talking about things like this. Mm. But we, on the other hand, because again, I don't know if it's like masculinity or whatever, you know. We don't feel pain. Yeah, we're like, yeah, we're, we're just heartless. Speak for yourself. <laughs> 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 Speak for yourself, man. But you know, seriously though, like when we talk when we talk about pain, do you have a particular way in which you would normally like deal with pain? You want to go first? Do I want to go first? Yeah. Sure. Um, for me, I think like when it comes to um anything, like, honestly, it doesn't even have to be just pain. When I'm dealing with stuff, I usually like to do it alone. Mm. I know a lot of people say things like, uh, you know, a problem shared is a problem half solved, yep. or, you know, talk to people. And that's fine. That's all well and good. But I find that I deal with my issues better when I just take the time to step mm. back mm. and figure my stuff out. So whenever I'm going through stuff, I usually find that I kind of, I kind of withdraw from people and I just, like I withdraw from everyone and just sort of go into my cave and just think about what I need to think about, like, you know, reflect if I need to reflect and just from there, figure out where to go from there. Because I have, I don't know, I think I have this mentality of, okay, cool, it's happened, what next? Mm. So instead of wallowing in it and just sitting there, I know like sometimes depending on what it is yeah. as well, like you need that period of time to just sit and be like, rah. Like it's not always a case of go, go, go. You need that, you need like, a, you know, a little bit of time. But for me, I don't spend too much time just wallowing. I find that I sit down and then I think, okay, where am I going from here? Like, you know, what's next? Right. I mean, when it comes to emotional pain, I think you need to be a bit more specific because obviously there are different kinds of pain when yep. it comes to emotion. True. Um, breakups, um, loss of a family member, mm-hmm. um, you not fulfilling your goals, all of those different things, I deal with them differently. Yeah, that, that is but true. That is something the, that's true. The umbrella sort of um, way of doing things like that, like you said before, but, but, I tend to withdraw yeah. a lot as well. Um, and I don't... I'm a very big... When it comes to me dealing with things, I don't let anybody know that I'm dealing with that shit. That's it's it's like at the back of my mind, it's there, 
and um, let's say I might spend a few hours, I will actually immerse myself in those emotions, feeling mm-hmm. it, and then after that, I'm going to write things down. How am I going to get the fuck out of this? Then I never want to feel like exactly. that anymore. But I have a question for you, though, before we move on to Adobe. For yeah? me? No, before we move on to Adobe, because what you just said now is something that um I do as well in terms of when I'm going through stuff, I don't like people... like I. Usually people don't know that I'm going through stuff. Mm-hmm. Mm. And I don't know, do you feel like that's, that's good or that's bad? Because I, the reason I'm asking that is like usually when I'm going through something, yeah, to me, what people look at me and it's just like, right, all was normal. It's just like no one, no one knows that some, like, stuff is actually going on. And because of that, like, I can't really blame people for like, you know, just expecting me to act the same way or expecting me to just be the same person that I always am and not, you know, giving me that room to sort of... Because again, like I said... To them, they don't even know. And then, but then I find that even when I do tell people, like, right, you know, I kind of I just need to, like, I need to chill for a bit. And mm. A lot of times to them, because, because I'm not acting in a way like that someone who is going through something should be acting, they, they think that, oh, I'm just saying that or, like, you know. So it's not, it's not perceived or it's not taken in the same way we're taking if I was, like, exhibiting all the signs of someone who is, like, going through some immense kind of yeah. pain. Mm. Bro, whether it's good or bad depends uh, on how you look at it, mm. the perspective. Uh, because you meet me sometimes, and I'll tell you, eighty percent of people don't give a fuck about what you're going through. They're just curious. Yeah, I think <laughs> I, I think the number is higher than eighty <laughs> percent. So when when you sort of think of things that way, it's like probably better for you to do your mm. shit yourself. But then another person will tell you, like you mentioned before, um, you share, share the pain, you... What? How did you no, say? Like, when I, like when I do tell someone, like, right, you know what, I'm actually going through something, let me just, you know, figure out this stuff out. Because I'm not exhibiting those signs of, like, you know, people who are like, oh, I've been acting normal and now I'm trying to be like, oh... I'm actually going through stuff, you know. Mm. People don't perceive it the same way they would perceive it if I was, like, just one of those people who very vocal about my pain or, you know, always showing signs that I'm going through things. Right. Because you're not, you're not always out there yeah. telling Like, even when I'm, yeah. like, for example, like, even when I'm sick, for example, mm-hmm. I'm the type of person who I'd be sick, you would not know that I'm sick mm-hmm. unless I tell you. Inside, I know exactly how I'm feeling, but it's not showing on the outside. Mm. So it's like, people don't get it. I mean, for me personally, unless it's a, it's a pain I've never felt before, I sort of have an idea of how to do, deal with it. Mm. It's like, uh, I don't want to mess with another person's emotions. I don't, let's say you're on a high, you're having a good time. I don't want to be that guy's like, yo, oh, exactly. bro, think about this. Like, that's not me. It's like, uh, I like to think that I'm uh, sort of an independent person in the sense that with my emotions, I like to keep that into myself. I feel like it's almost like a conquest for me. If I can actually successfully overcome this bad feeling, whenever I face an issue like this again, I can do it again. Yes. I don't need to... Yeah. Get someone else to make me feel better, but it's, uh, some people might say, "Cornelius, that's not the best way to look at it." But it's the way I deal with shit. Yeah. Mm. I think for me, it's also like similar. Yeah, it's more the fact that every time that I've actually needed to, you know, every time I've actually been going through something, this is how I've dealt with it, and mm. it has worked every time. Yep. So that's why if I'm going through stuff, I know. Okay, I've tried the whole talk to people about it thing. For me, that hasn't worked mm. because a lot of time, again, like you said, most people don't care. Yeah. But whenever I just stop and I figure my stuff out, I'm always able to go, okay, right, I'm at this point in my life right now. What do I need to do? And I figure that out. But le- before we talk about that, let's go to Adobe. Um, back to the original question in terms of just how you deal with pain. Yeah, um, like Cornelia said, there's different kinds of pain. So you kind of, 
kind of deal with them a little bit differently. I don't know if we're going to get into specifics, but oh. um, you kind of deal with them a little bit differently in a way. But again, the overarching thing is, what, I, what I'll say is I've kind of been, I'll say on a journey in a way, um, you know, in different phases where, you know, I handle them a bit differently. What I mean by that is generally, yeah, I do, I do tend to, you know, withdraw um, and um, try to figure stuff out for myself. But there are certain people that I'm close to that would that know me and will know that something's wrong, uh-huh. you know. And they'll sort of ask like, "What's up?" And at that moment, I then open up and go, "Okay, this is what I'm going through." If they have anything they they want to suggest, fine, you can suggest it. But half the time, I'm probably not going to listen to that. I'm probably still going to have to sit down, reflect, think. Okay, this has happened. Then how do I how do I go about it? Um, for example, most of the times, me and my mom talk basically all the time. So. She knows when something's wrong. It's it's something I can't hide um, from her. Anyways, I'm I mean I'm not that good at hiding stuff from her. Um, well, some things. But um, <laughs> are you a mama's boy? Uh, Ain't it obvious? I won't say. Isn't it obvious? I won't say I'm a mama's boy, but she tries. To, she tries to do that thing, and I'm like, no, I don't know. I don't know if I call myself mama's boy, but yeah, she loves me anyways. But yeah, no, um. So someone like my mom, we're very close and, you know, she would obviously know when um, things are wrong. But in terms of outside, generally not many people know, you know, when I'm going through stuff because I don't talk too much about it. Like you said, nobody really cares about what you're actually going through. They just want to know. They're curious about it. Um, So I don't share as much outside. But I mean, generally, if someone asks you, okay, I'll be like, yeah. I mean, unless it's, again, someone within my circle that I'm really close to, I don't tell you what I'm going through. Because, yeah. I mean, unless you have something important to offer me, then there's no point sharing it with that person, you know? It's one of those things whereby you think that um, other people, they've got their own freaking difficult yeah. cost to yeah. bear. Don't want to um, be a burden. So exactly. And um, I know a few of my friends, female friends, would tell me, Cornelio, is that thing you just said is rubbish? Why would you exactly. say that? No, I, 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 I was about to say the same thing. Um... But it's it's more of a me. It's always been like that. I mean, I I just want to deal with my problems the way I know how to, um, and find out find out more about myself as well by doing that. So, and it's quite funny that we all three of us having similar childhoods. <laughs> Fucking yeah. things. Don't nah. <laughs> could, could could someone perhaps link it? To the fact that in Nigeria you say, Mama, I'm having this issue and they beat you, or you go to class and say, I didn't do this because of this yeah. and they beat you. Like, yeah. there's like a consequence like that. <sighs> Is it a fear? Yo, Musa, where you at? Hit us up. Musa. Nah, but I don't know if it's I don't know if it's a childhood thing or yeah, for me honestly, I don't think it's a childhood thing. Yeah. I think for me it's just growing up and then you know, whenever I've ever had to deal with something. It's just like I've tried, like like I said before, I've tried the different ways. Yeah, yeah. I've tried talking to exactly. people about it. I've tried the whole because you know you in life you always like you have friends who are always like all oh, right you can talk to me whenever da 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 and all stuff. I've done the talking to people about stuff. I've done all that, but for me, I find that my the best way that I deal with stuff is when I take a step back and go okay what is, what is actually like you said before there's different types of pain man even when you were just talking like purely emotional pain there's like bro there's so many different types yeah. but i find like whenever i'm going through anything the best way that i deal with it is when i step back and i go okay what's what's happening yep. how did i get here i hate this feeling yep. 
I don't want to ever be back here again. Yep. What do I do? For me, it's just okay. Everything starts to connect. Yeah. And then, I, I, like I said, sometimes I just sometimes I literally just need that time to step back and just chill and just like you know, give it that little bit of time. But for me, yeah, it, for me, it's always just been I figure it out myself, and that's how I work best. But then, whenever like you know, like when I do the talking to people thing or whatever, I feel like sure, th- like there are people who want they, they, they try their best. Some people, yeah. some people don't. They don't necessarily understand what you're going through. Yeah, for sure. So they they're trying to give you advice based on what they understand. But at the end of the day, for me, I feel like I understand myself very well. I'm when it comes to like being self-aware and just understanding how I function and what makes me tick and stuff like that. I know how to deal with that. So when I'm when I do have these problems, when I when I'm when I'm in situations like that, I know how to deal with it. Yeah. Better when I just you know when I take that step back and just look at it and be like, okay, how the hell did I get here? How the hell can I get out of it? Yeah, I haven't I haven't done well. I won't say I, I haven't. I've done the talking thing, but. For me, I've always understood that there are only people who understand me a certain way that I can mm-hmm. really speak to. And there is no point going outside that circle to go talk about certain things. So when I've, whenever I've been going through stuff, it's been maybe two or three maybe people that I've gone to to talk about it. I don't have a you know massive range yeah. or something. Or, or I've gone there, I've gone there, I've gone to see this person. No. And most of the times it's just because they understand me they have advice that they give to you it's not really like trying to give you a solution it's not really trying to give you a way out of it it's just more trying to get you through that period oh. saying look there's you know some there's a light at the end of the tunnel um, mm. kind of thing um, at the same time I still have to go back and you know reflect and come up with a solution as to you know how I can work my way around it so that, that's one thing I'll say for other people find people who understand you who get you mm-hmm. and you can go oh, and you can go talk to and um, give you quality advice it's it's not even much of an advice it's just them helping you through that period knowing that their perspective they may not understand fully what you're going through but yeah. you know that whatever they're going to give you is going to be solid it's not just going to be it's not just going to be something like oh they don't fully understand the situation but they're just trying to throw fluff out there you know yeah. they'll as long as they understand you they'll give you quality advice I feel and we need to there's a clear distinction between pain and issues mm. so I feel like Pain is a very personal. personal yeah. It's more of a I can come to you and tell you, yo, I'm having this issue with my with this person. Yeah. And this is what happened. It's a, happened here, happened there. What would you uh, do? How would you exactly? Go What's your opinion on this? Yeah. What's your take? But we, like, yeah. But I, I wouldn't tell. I wouldn't come and tell you, bro. Um, how do I deal with? Um, this breakup it's making me yeah. feel shit or you know I, I lost someone like That's someone's right. died like how do I how do I, I mean, heal you don't in a way you can people do yeah. that like again people deal with stuff different people, there are people who do that there are people who for example let's use you know the pain of losing a loved one mm. you, there are yeah. people who when they lose a loved one they don't want to be by themselves yeah for sure but then with that example though would you go to somebody who has never lost a loved one or would you go to somebody who has lost a loved one like how did you overcome that for me I think if you're going to go to someone it's it's probably better to go to someone who actually you know sort of understands but what are you going to do go have an interview for people who have lost someone there are people who just know okay these are my friends these are my close friends they have me they have my back not necessarily for them to tell you anything not necessarily for them to give you any advice but just for them to be there at that time Mm. just you know people holding your hand and they're like I don't operate that way. I'm not the type of person who, like, you know, needs to go to people and, like, you know, I need yep. someone there with me. For me, in situations like that, I want to be by myself. 
But again, like I said, there like there are people who yeah, for sure. t- when stuff like that happens, they don't want to be by themselves. That's the last thing they want. They want to be, you know, they want to be with their friends. They want to be with loved ones. Mm. So like that way, they're not like you know, because there are people who if they're by themselves, they're gonna they're just gonna go down a really dark like you know dark road, yeah. and they don't want that. At the end of the day, overcoming pain is is a personal thing. Yeah. You know? Um, you can go hang around you know people and stuff and do all that stuff I'm not saying it's bad it's very good but you still have to take that time off to go okay this is what I'm what I'm gonna do you know I don't feel in such a I'll call it a crowded space with friends and all that kind of things what you're just trying to do is mask the situation or cover the situation you're not dealing with it not necessarily but some for some people that's how they deal with it like they need those like they they like having other people around them you know helping them out just yeah, like but is that dealing with it though the people say time heals so it's spending time with other people yeah, especially people that disease. people that you care about people that love you yeah. you're not necessarily it's not like you're pushing it aside yeah. but they're helping you deal with it okay yeah well probably then and the way uh, when I say I withdraw, I don't mean that. Saying, I mean when when someone hears the word withdraw, they're like oh, that's so there's a negative yeah, thing to it. So bad for no, your mental it's health. It's not that. Look, when I say well, I withdraw, it's more of a I go. I still go ahead and, and do my daily activities, yeah, but yeah. I spend more time reminding myself who I am, what my purpose is, and what I have achieved, and how if this helps me or not. It's like although I feel fucking shit in my head, I'm thinking Cornelius, come on, man. Um, in 10 years time would this really matter come on you gotta find a way to get out of this hole it hurts but you still that's me going away and nobody can tell me about my plans more than I can so it's it's, it's like uh, I don't feel the need to go and get somebody else because I know what works for me mm-hmm. and what works for me is me thinking long and hard and writing shit down and just thinking about it constantly until I get myself back to where I was before and that's just and yeah. if you do it any other way that's you. that's your thing you know what how about we get personal? <laughs> no, no, seriously. Let's. Uh, I'm gonna get a couple. Of no, let's get, let's get personal. No, no, no. Let's let's talk about one one example of like or one time that we have had to deal with pain, and just like you know what happened and how we came out on the other side. Okay, so the two examples I gave, the two sort of headings I gave before was uh, a breakup mm-hmm. and also a loss of family member. Yep. So I would say with loss of a family member, I lost my um, grandma a few years back. Mm-hmm. Actually, I'm not going to talk about that. I'm going to talk. About that. Just, just, who wants to go first? Let me get. Let me think about no, this. Again. Honestly, feel like feel, no. feel free to talk about it, man. No. Let the let the listeners get to know you more. That's that's. Well. You don't need to know me <laughs> like that. Okay. Um, I don't. I don't really think I have a specific example. That's a that's a lie. That's that's BS. You've got to hear some examples. That's man. a lie. Come on. <laughs> No, no, I'm serious. Like, <laughs> yeah, <you do>. <laughs> <laughs> let, 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 let your masculinity down. Look, it's it, look, welcome to therapy session. For me personally, I have over, all of that is it's, it's a, in the past, and that's why I have that's made it. Talking about it, right? I've yeah. overcome those. But have you really overcome it if you can't really if you can't like talk about talk it? About it? If thinking about it or mm-hmm. trying to talk about it makes you feel that way, <laughs> look at this psychologist. <laughs> welcome to therapy, bro. <laughs> no, 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 but I'm being serious though Because if you say, oh, you've overcome it And da-da-da-da-da But then No, I have overcome it It's just fact I don't feel the need to share it with I mean, there are very personal things That I don't feel the need to share with certain people um, Not you guys Obviously, I'll talk about this off-camera or off-thingy But um, 
Anyways, so you don't have a single. Um, How about a breakup? Come like on. you don't have a single time you've experienced pain, and you know what you had to do and how you got through that. A breakup or some anything. All right, a breakup. Since you insist on this, this is when I was younger. In no way, shape, or form does this reflect the Cornelius of now. Technically, okay? him being younger could be yesterday because he's older today. But hey, carry on. <laughs> when I was younger, um, long story short, breakup happened. I remember I was in the kitchen. And I completely broke down. And I broke down for that night. It was very, it was very difficult. I think um, that night I took my car and I drove to the church. The church was closed. I literally drove, drove to the church, um, the car park of the church, Why'd you go and to the parked church? my car there. I just needed that silence. I really, really needed to ask God certain questions that I felt that I couldn't in my room or in my in the kitchen. For it's, context, like how old? You're not getting that. You're not <laughs> so I drove to the church. Um, I mean, he had a car, so it was over seventeen. I, I, um, I basically in silence. I was, I, it was still a crazy breakdown, um, and I was just there thinking about life and thinking about how shit like that could happen to me when I did not have any ill intentions and why it happened. Um, anyways, long story short, I came to realize that that's just life. Oh. It's life, and um, if it's not meant to be. That it was not meant to be. I mean, if it's meant to be, it will happen. Yeah. So that's when it comes to relationship. That's one part. Another part was a few years ago. The when I was doing a subject called structure analysis, it was a bit of a subject, mm-hmm. um, and I I was studying one night. It was around three a.m. I had an exam the next morning, in a few hours' time, and I wasn't that confident. And it's just so much to do. It just got to me. It was like a very... That was the first first time that has ever happened to me. And it's I, never happened ever, ever since. Mm. It was like a... This emotion just overcame me. And I started to... I was so teary. I mean, right now, I haven't cried in a while. But this shit really... I remember that feeling. It just made me feel like the whole world was on my head. And I started to freak out. And um, a few people... I called up um, a friend, friend of mine. Philip, Philip probably listens to this, and he was the first person I called. I'm like, yo, I don't know what's going on. I was in my car. I li- literally left the room. I was like, I'm like, yo, I don't know what's going on. This and that. I'm actually, I was bawling my eyes out. It's just a fucking exam. Um, and then after that, I called my sister. I'm like, oh, Junior, I'm actually gonna go for a drive. And she's like, don't you don't go for a drive. Make sure you don't drive that car. Just stay, stay in your room. Stop studying and go to sleep. Um, I did drive my car around the block. <laughs> And I just I needed to take time away to get some mm. fresh air to actually calm down and go back to my room and yeah. um, I, I did smash that exam, so it was just unnecessary like freaking out. Do you out. think that it was more? It was just like pressure or like stress that's been building up. Like what? Like what exactly would cause? Like it, it sounds like a build up of something, but I don't know. Yeah, I do agree. I think it was a build up of things. It was more of me. I was suppressing the frustrations and the um, stress yeah. for so, throughout the exam period. And at that, at that particular point, I sort of it hit me. It was like there was a lot at stake. Yep. This is a subject that I've actually fucking suffered for. So many mm-hmm. assessments asked, and I could actually put all this to waste. Um, and I was thinking more of a. Cornelius, you put yourself in this shit. It was more of I was I was guilty as well. Like I was thinking, you should have started earlier. You should yeah. have done all of these things, and then it just get overcame and everything just had to be let go. Um, and every now and then, that I think that your body just tells you, man, you're not in control anymore, man. I'm gonna do what I need to do. You need to let go of all of this emo- mm, emotion. Yeah. So that was me again. Again, what I did, I did contact a few people. I think that's that's a, that's different to how I usually do it. 
But at that point, it's something I never experienced before, yeah. like I said before. Yeah. And I contacted a, a couple of people, one my family member, and a close friend, and uh, they just basically told me to calm down, which is what I did. And yeah, I dealt with it. But that was more of a thing that the issue, I was attributing that issue to one paper. Oh. After that paper was done, it was like it was gone. Relationships, that of family member, that's a bit more, it, it prolongs, it, it goes on and on. It's yeah. something that you can't just get rid of straight away. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that, those, those are my two examples. What about you, man? You do it first, bro. Nah, go on, man. Remember, when you're getting very personal, you guys made me... Calm down. Um, okay. Uh, breakups. See, I don't feel too much... I'm, I'm going to sound like a dish right now. I don't feel too much pain about breakups. Because I've done all the breakups. I've done the breaking up, so like... Wow. Is that because of the nature of the relationship, though? Yes, some. What... I mean, most the breakups I did was when I was a lot younger. I um, haven't done so much relationships in the last couple of years. And thinking about I, I think about it every now and again, and all I just bring it down to is, yes, myself and whoever I was were a lot younger at the time, a bit immature. So um, some things that probably happened were a bit because we were immature at the time. So um, I don't attribute that too much. So I, I don't know. I mean, at the time, I probably, I probably just withdrew. It doesn't have um, to be. It doesn't have to be breakups, man. Just think. Um, like, yeah, time where you've yeah. Gone I'm just pain. saying. No, I'm just saying. I'm, I'm giving examples. That's just one. Um, like breakups, no, no much. But first one I'll probably bring up was my first year of uni. You know, I got into uni. I was, I was excited for uni, man. My first semester smashed it, like high grades and all. My second semester, that was when I started doing some part-time work with, um, uni, and I sort of regressed a bit with uni. And I remember, like, sitting this exam, I wasn't confident in it, but I thought I was going to, you know, obviously do well. And I remember the day we got, we didn't, it wasn't the official uni results, but what they'll tell you is whether you passed the exam or not. I was in the gym at this point, about to work out. Mm -hmm. And I get an email, check the email. It says, go on the um, course website. It's a one if you pass, it's a zero if you fail. I go on there. And I'm always anxious to check results. I hate that feeling. Even though I know I'm going to pass sometimes, I hate it. Mm-hmm. Went there, check it to zero. I literally picked up all my shit, went home. And I was, I'm pretty sure I was crying on the way home. But just getting home, I didn't want to talk to nobody. I was I was just in my own little space. They're like, how the fuck did this happen? Like, yep. all my life, I have never felt anything. If you, anyone who knows me knows, I hate feeling with a passion. Like... Mm-hmm. I'll do anything I'll do anything not to fail and at that point I was just like how the fuck did this actually happen like what have I done um I was scared to show my family like yo this is this is some bullshit man I had to work that day so I, I went to work and um it was I think I had an 8 hour shift 2 hours and I told the manager I said look get someone else to fill the shift man I can't do it um I made up an excuse and said look I'm going home um then somehow my mom caught wind of that um, because we worked in the same company at the time and then she knew something was wrong obviously so I had to tell her that hey look this is what happened a few a few months after I saw that they'd send me an email saying it was a supplementary exam so I wasn't going to fail the course um, I had to sit another exam a week after that so yeah that day was a very was a very depressing day man like just thinking where did I get it wrong like what could I have done better you know you get all these thoughts flowing through your head like you know, I, sh- I should be better than this, you know. Yeah. Um, but I just, 
I just had to quickly block that because I knew I had. It took me. It took me two, three days. Um, even when I started studying for the supplementary exam, I was not in the zone at all. You know when you feel like I should be focusing on this, but I just kept thinking, how did you feel that exam? How did you do this? How did you? I look back at the paper and I'm like, how did I even not know this? You know. Mm-hmm. Um, but I just deter- determined within myself that look, I'm gonna ace this supplementary exam. Like, as long as I pass this, as long as I pass the next exam. Yeah. I'm going to pass the course And that's all that matters right now Fuck the last exam Fuck whatever happened there No one's going to care If I pass this exam And that's all I just did Man <laughs> If I tell you how charged I was For that supplementary exam Like It was crazy But Yeah it was I did You know Talk to my mom Like, like I said on the day But otherwise I don't think I talk about it With um, any other person I don't think anyone else Even knew Until now um, So that was One But yeah The pain was oof, A lot um, and another one I'll say is quite recently, like you boys knew, um, did lose one of my cousins, you know, back home. Um, it was one of those that really, really, that really, really shocked me. And I'm not, even, I'm not going to get into much details about it because of the nature of it all, you know, like I explained to you, to you guys, man, um, I remember where I was when I got the call and I was watching the Nigeria versus, was it Algeria game? Mm-hmm. I remember I got the call about half time and I just laid on the floor, frozen. For the for the whole second half of that game, like I stayed there looking at the game, but I didn't even know what I was looking at. And as the game finished, I stood up and I was walking. I just walked off, and uh, it was a, it was a weird um, it was a weird channel of emotions, man. Like just thinking about you know your experience with this person. Like we were um, close, obviously as kids, and what could have been different kind of things. But um, it's still something I think about till today because obviously it's still kind of fresh. Um, but just obviously, so it's a family thing. So just yeah. talking to our family members and um, just encouraging each other—that's something that sort of got me through and got in us through. Um, but yeah, that's those are two examples or three. Did I give two or three examples? Two, two examples that I have um, of you know just how I became pain. It's more just being in my own zone. Um, I mean, there wasn't much to figure out. I mean, with the exam, yeah, there was something to figure out, but with losing a family member, I don't think you can really figure out much, but just finding ways to get through it and just, um, like we said, as a family, coming together and um, supporting each other. Would you say, in your first example, would you say um, you talking to your mom, you knowing that they have a supplementary exam and you withdrawing away to think about shit yourself, which one would you say was like the fucking deciding factor? Which one made you overcome the pain or deal with that pain? Me, um, me deciding within myself that the, whatever was the last one he said, me withdrawing myself. Withdrawing yeah. yourself, thinking about shit. Withdrawing myself, thinking about shit. That was that, that was the most deciding factor because um, talking to my mom and all was good, but honestly, it didn't do shit for me. Like, yeah, she did give some advice. Uh, I'm not gonna say like she didn't help at all. She obviously did try to help she encouraged me a bit um did gives did give some word of advice you know but until i actually sat down to say yo i'm not feeling this again like this ain't repeating itself Mm. because it did cost me some things um the same weekend i was gonna sit that exam the supplementary i already had a trip planned with some friends so that just added to the fact that i was pissed off that i'm gonna be missing out on some things so yeah it was until i think it was the tuesday or the wednesday the exam was on a friday mm. it was the tuesday or the wednesday i said look fuck the last exam man fuck whatever happened 
this is what we're doing. This is how we're acing this exam. Yep. And I said it. Ha- I think it happened. That happened on Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. Man, I was I was zoned in. <laughs> like I was focused for this exam. I said, look, there's no way I'm failing this. Walked into it, smash it. So it was was me taking the time off to go. Look, I'm gonna figure this shit out myself. You had a plan, you executed it. Yeah, for sure. I mean, I don't know about you guys, but I don't fucking tell my parents. I've had a couple of fails in my uh, during university, but I don't tell my parents about it. Dad would just tell me, you see your, you see your life? When you were playing game, you don't remember this. Yeah. That's it. That's. What, I think that's... A and the thing is, yeah, those things are kind of... They kind of discourage, they discourage you in a way, so it's better to just, like, just figure it out, deal with yeah, it, and move exactly. on. Does this influence my overall like, graduation time? No? Yeah, exactly. Okay, we'll do the next like, time. I wasn't going to tell anyways but she sort of found out that something was wrong like if i if i didn't leave work that day she probably wouldn't have known but man that was the first time it actually happened to me i didn't know how to deal with it so i was like yeah fuck work i'm not i'm not staying here so that's how she knew that hey something had happened so i mean i couldn't make up anything at that point so just leave it at that mr I want you to get very personal. Why are you baiting out my girlfriend? Why are you giving my list all the breakups? What breakups? Mr. Owen. No, so nah. Why are you giving them my father's name? You're right, bro. You want to give any full name? Anyways, moving on. Then has every alphabet on fucking. Alright, boom. Um, so I love when they say they say, "Oh, the long one." I'm going to edit this entire portion now. No, you're not. No, you're not. Talk about. Alright, let's go. Alright, look. Um, no, okay, for me, yeah I'm going to give two examples Because these were at two different points in my life And the way I dealt with them were completely different So the first one happened when I was 11 years old I think for me, that, to be honest That's probably one of the like worst ones that have ever happened I think I, I was telling you this the other day yeah. How when I was um, 11 years old um, I lost my best friend yep. So yep. he died to um, sickle cell anemia yep. And yeah, I remember... That day, I don't know. It was weird because, like, I I knew something was wrong before I found out. I was at school and fucking... It was almost time to go home and I was getting a lift from my friend's mum. And I don't know why. Like, the energy was just off. It was just different. And I just... I, I don't know. I just knew something was up. And then I get home and my mum, you know, she she's like, oh, something's happened. So she was at the hospital with him and his parents when the whole thing happened so she tells me and i like in that instant i i didn't react because i did not know how to react Mm. like i I literally did not react it was just like wait what i saw this person last week yeah i was with this person last week and then fucking i think it took about two days or so for me to finally... And, like, when I did... But I remember it was on the Sunday at church, and I just... I could not stop crying. Like, I could not stop. And then when I finally do stop, I'd see his mom or his little brother, and it would just start all over again. Mm. And I think after that, the way I, the way I got... I think I got over that was by... I didn't... I kind of just went on with life and tried to, like, put it to the back of my mind. Yeah. And then just did not think about it. It wasn't until years... Like, when I say I didn't think about it, I did not think about it. I did not talk about it. Anytime I did think about it, I all I just pushed it to the back of my mind. Mm. No, did not talk to anybody about it. It wasn't until um, 2017, I think, when I finally actually dealt with it. Where I was just like, 
I finally actually like because I remember I was talking to someone, and you know it came up. Who was I talking to? It was so I was talking to, to an ex girlfriend, and you know it came up, and I think that was when I finally like freaking like it was it was literally like the emotions were just so fresh again, and then I because I was you know at an age where I could actually deal with these things, that was when I then took the time. I was like raw. I then stepped back. I thought about this stuff, thought about, and that was when that was like that was the first time in years we were actually like doing anything about it, and like you know thought about it, figured out like look okay, this happened at such you know stuff like that happened at such a young age as well. It's like raha, but then at that point in time I was able to like actually come to peace with it. Mm. So and yeah, so for me that was that was one where it happened years ago, sort of like just let it all out, and then. Pushed it aside, so it's just so I could like you know, function like a normal human being, until I got to that point where I could actually deal with it. Twenty mm. seventeen was only a couple of years. Exactly. Ago. So and this happened when I was eleven. What steps did you take? Because I'm um, obviously, I think everyone who had losses of family members or um, fr- close friends, mm. and uh, like you said before, it's very easy, which is something I think a lot of people have done, including myself, to just ignore it mm-hmm. and try and live life. Uh, without thinking about it yeah. but you said a few years later 2017 2017 that was when so like I said talking to her and it was just now this stuff has finally come up and I could actually then stop and think about it mm. think about the impact you know think about like the like the toll it took at that time mm. and just think about how I've come from that point on and I just you know just for the first time in years just sit down and think about him and be right. like raw like you know this is this this happened. It happened, yeah. But this is also what he would have liked, and if he was here at this point in time, this right. is you know, this is how he would want me to deal with this. Yeah. And from there, I was able to go, okay, you know what, I can actually like I, I can actually come to peace with this, and that's why now I can talk about it, and it's fine. I remember trying to talk about it then, and it was just like, you know, when you you're just like I'm the type of person. Anyone who knows me, yeah, when it comes to crying, I don't cry. Like I don't. When I was a little, when I was little, my mom would tell you I used to cry all the time. So I don't understand why, but I like I do not cry. Like mm. it's very hard to get me like emotional. Mm. But that day, just talking about him, it's like I was talking. I was fine. I felt fine, but my eyes were freaking leaking. <laughs> it's it's not funny. I'm sorry. My eyes were actually leaking. Like what? It's not but, funny because this nigga didn't cry, right? But no, 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 it was it was like I didn't understand. I didn't understand yeah, what was happening yeah, to my body. It's over you. I yeah, did not understand yeah. what was happening to my body because I remember that day I was talking and like this is happening and I'm sitting with her and I am trying. I'm laughing. I'm like, what the fuck? Like, why am I crying right now? How is this happening? Why 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 can't I control my eyes? But yeah, no. After that, like since then, like now I can literally talk about it and I'm fine. Because, like I said, I can't. I was able to come to peace with that. Was she someone you cared about? This, yeah. Yeah. Okay. I mean, we care about a lot of lots of people, mm. but being that comfortable with a person that you share such person. It wasn't even something that I was super, like I was planning on sharing or I was going to share. We just, yeah. we just sort of You're came so up because I think we were talking about something on her side, related, similar. Yep. And then that sort of came up. So she opened up first yeah. and then because there's certain yeah, anyways, it doesn't matter. Yeah. Um Wow, what's the second example? Um my second example, so this is this was what, last year I think? This was before I moved back to Sydney. Like I was at a point in my life. So this wasn't even like, you know, losing someone or have a breakup or whatever. It was just I was at a point in my life where like I said, usually whenever I go through things, mm-hmm. I know exactly how to deal with it. I know exactly how to come up with a solution. Mm-hmm. But I was in a point. I was. I was at a point in my life. Where I was just like, I, I, like I don't know. 
I was just in, uh, in like, you know, the last episode, we spoke about how, you know, go, just going on that journey and trying to figure out what you want to do with your life and that's okay and all that stuff. But that, that's been me my whole life, yeah. And then last year, I got to a point where I was just like, I was in a work environment where I, I absolutely, like, I did not like it. It, 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 got to, it was just so toxic. Mm. And it made me then start to question a lot of things where I was just like, is this what I want to do? Like, what do I want to do with my life, really? Da, 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 da. And that was an answer that I did not have. But because I had gone into that, like, it's something I just, I've been going through and I've been doing all these things and I've been excelling at a lot of things here. And now I've gone to that point where I'm just like, okay, every single time I have a problem, I know exactly how to solve it. Now I've got into this and I don't have an answer. And it was, I didn't know how to deal with that. Mm. I was like, how, like I, need, I, need, I need to know what am I going to do in my life? Because every day I'd wake up, I'd go to work and I was just, bro, like, I wouldn't, I wouldn't say depressed, but I was close. Mm. So it was just like, I needed, I, I, I needed, I needed, a, I needed a way to fig, figure that out. And eventually, like what I did was, again, I think for this one, this was one of the extreme cases where, like, I, I literally just cut people off. Not, like, not cut people off, but, like, stayed away from a lot of people mm-hmm. because I needed that time. I needed time to myself. And this was, like, I, this was me for, like, three weeks or so. I think it was, like, one person I was talking to, like, actual talking to. Like, people weren't hearing from me. I remember, like, there was one person who would always call me up, like, every couple of weeks, like, are you still alive? And I'd be like, yeah, I'm good. But I just needed that time. I remember, look, um, yeah, I, I basically became a hermit. I was just, because this was something that consumed me, man. I, ne- I did not know where, where I wanted to go, what direction I wanted to go, what was next. All I knew was that what I was doing right now, where I was, I absolutely hated it. And what did you do to? Eventually, like what I had to do, like, like I said, first of all, I stayed away, like, I stayed away from everybody. Yep. I remember like even, this is something that, a lot of people don't know, but I think at the time I was in a relationship here yeah? mm-hmm. and I realized like this was affecting that. And it was one of those things where at that point in time, a lot of people did not understand it, but I needed to, like I ended that relationship because I was not like, I was not in, I could not be with someone. I needed to figure my, st- I needed to figure myself out. I needed to figure shit out. I didn't like, bruv, it, I knew for a fact that if I kept that and I kept that relationship was going to get to a point where we're just going to turn toxic and everything. So I was like, you know what? Okay. This needs to go. Yeah, and, and from there I was just like okay where do I go from here and I remember you know just stopping and thinking okay what do I need to do and I still like bro I could not figure I think when I started to then figure it out was when I eventually went you know what it's okay not to have an answer but until I get an answer I need to actually do something about it so look straight away I was like okay is it the job or is it the environment I knew for a fact that the environment was bad. I, like, I did not want to be in that environment. Yeah. Whether it was the actual job that was the problem, I wasn't sure. Because initially, initially I was saying, you know what? Because I remember someone saying, oh, why not just get a new job? But I'm like, if I hate it here, why am I going to then get a job knowing the same thing? And then I'm just going to hate that too. Yeah, something deeper. So I needed to figure out, is it actually the job or is it the environment and the people I'm around? And it turns out for me, at that point in time, the main issue, like the, the main thing that put me in that, position mm-hmm. it was actually the people and the environment so i was like you know what i don't know exactly what i want to do at this point in time i don't i don't know exactly where my life is going but i know that most of the time yeah i actually do enjoy the job yeah it's just this place here yeah. i don't want to be here so it's like until i figure out exactly what i want to do with my life yeah i'm going to leave this environment 
And while I'm figuring that out, I'm going to continue doing the job somewhere else that I'm actually happier. And that was what I did. I literally yeah. got a job in Sydney, packed up my shit and moved. Hey, SYD, come to the voice. <laughs> nice. Do you ever feel like you can use emotion to fight emotion or fight pain? Explain. For me, personally, um, I'm not a... You wouldn't say I'm an angry person. Because it's no, because it's, it's like I can, I like to do this in where I can channel my anger into certain parts of my life. Mm-hmm. Like, um, you may get the example with your jobs and like being in a workplace that you don't like. Um, back in the day with my with retail and all of that, there was time I just got so so fed up of the people that I was around that I went home, I was so angry, I did not sleep all night, I was just applying for other jobs. Mm. That's me channeling that anger into more, into one thing. It's the same. You can use that to deal with physical pain as well. When you're at the gym and you've got that last rep to push out, literally, what pushes that last rep isn't my strength. It's more of a. I think about Cornelius. If you don't do this fucking shit right now, you will not be that man you want to be. And that person who freaking hurt you in the past would hurt you again. It's like so, some people might call that freaking crazy. That man, you should let that go. It's all gone. Yes, it's all gone. Well, I can tell you that. It's all, for you. But yeah. I, me thinking about how I felt back then would make me say, dude, you have to, you have mm. to absolutely do this. I do the same with my work. I do the same with everything that I do with soccer. Someone tackles me and I feel like, yo, man, how could you do this? People are watching. You've lost the ball. I got to get it back. It's using that emotion mm-hmm. to fight other emotions. For me, several ways to do it. Yep. But do you, you understand my context yeah. now, what I mean? Yeah. I feel like on a level, most people do that. Mm-hmm. Like I like when we first started, I said the whole thing about when I take my time to reflect and I step back. I'm always like, okay, how did I get here? I've been here. Like I don't want to ever come back here. Mm. So just knowing that and knowing how I felt at that point in time, yeah, it's not a feeling that I want to feel again. So just knowing, rah, oh, well, you were in this position. Like for example, talking about where I was last. That was I think for me, yeah, a lot of, like. I don't necessarily I don't talk about this with a lot of people so people don't understand but for me at that point in time it was probably the lowest point in my life that I've ever been personally and I know I know exactly how I felt that's not, that's not something I ever want to feel again so anytime I can feel if I, if I see myself sliding into that 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 emotion that kicks in and I know look hell no that's not going to happen I need, I need I need to I need to fix this before I slide back cuz no I'm not trying to feel like that again Hmm. Yeah, I think I think it's it's a natural thing to use emotion to fight emotion because um, mm-hmm. obviously you're trying to get yourself out of that situation as quick as possible. What's the quickest way for me to think about this or for me to solve this, you know, um, issue? But at the same time, it's all about self awareness and knowing what works for you. Because mm-hmm. if you know what works for you, then you can say, okay, cool. Like for example, the gym thing that helps you. Cool. I mean, I don't know if it works for everybody. But um, uh, for other people, it might be something else. Uh, or for other people, the same emotion might make you know things worse uh, mm. in a way. So just be self-aware and know yourself. If you know yourself, then just work through it somehow. And another thing is, if you're feeling pain, be it a breakup, be it a loss of family member, give yourself time to feel that pain. Mm. Don't be so quick to say, I cannot feel this pain, I'm such a man, or this and that. Absolutely not. You've already heard us. We said we usually withdraw and we do our own thing ourselves, take take care of it ourselves. But feel that pain. I told you about that breakup and how that whole night I was just literally bawling my eyes out. 
It's not. But I appreciate the fact that I was able to give myself time mm-hmm. to actually understand what it feels like to be at that point. Mm. So then, in future, whenever I overcome that, I can think back and say, okay, Cornelius, this is what it feels like to yeah. go through that. Do you want that to happen again? Are you no, going no. to expose yourself to such? Anyways, that's that's not. Go- I'm not going to go into that. But um, you get what I mean. It's like take your time, feel the pain, and then devise ways to get out of that. Yeah. It is absolutely unacceptable for you to be stuck in that hole for too long. Exactly. And also, then, and again, there's the you know other side of these things where people think you know they shouldn't feel pain, or you know they're so yeah. oh I'm so macho, Maji. Trust me, pain does not discriminate. Trust man. If you're go like if you're going through that thing, figure out what works for you. And yeah. my guy, like you said, go through the motion, bro. Because if you try to like constantly push it away, eventually it's going to catch up. Like yeah. you're going to get to a point where you're going to have to face it. It manifests itself at one point or the other, man. There's no way no one feels yeah. pain. You just, no, honestly, you, you can push it aside, but it's gonna manifest itself within a couple of years, bro. I told you, I just happen? told you guys how something that happened at il- when I was eleven. I ended up having to deal with it at 2017. Yeah. I was, was at 21. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And these things are coming from guys that people will usually say, these guys, they don't feel anything. Like, you're so hard. No, look, trust us when we say this. Um, just find your way of dealing with things and fucking feel that pain yep. and get over it. If you need to talk to people, talk, and again, talking yeah, about talking to people, talk to people surround yourself with people that actually care about you yeah. and your well-being. Yep. Not people that just want, you know, the next topic to talk about in the group chat. Absolutely. Hmm. That is very, very important. If you feel like you, you, you get off a shit by talking to people about it, you do not want to make the mistake of telling the wrong people. Exactly. If you don't feel comfortable telling someone about something, don't tell them. Yeah. Like, you know, many times I message people, like, not, not even for issues, personal issues. Maybe I'm looking for something. Hey, bro, do you have a truck that we can have? And like, oh, what do you need a truck for? I need a truck for this thing. Radio silence. What the fuck? Why did you ask me what I need what yeah, exactly. for then? It's like, mate. Well, the funny, the best one is one, they don't, they don't even have what you're after. But they they don't know what you want. Why, why are you asking? Just, just tell me no. Exactly. Are you, bro? So, it sort of um, gives you an idea of, um, I mean, if people are going to be like that for simple petty things, do you want them to actually know the real shit happening in your life? Mm-hmm. Absolutely not. Analyze yourself and know people around you. Exactly. And keep, keep your circle small, man. That way you're able to actually monitor the people and, you know, what they're doing in a way. I mean, up to you, but my advice is, you know, keep that circle small. Like I said, I only have, you know, a circle of like two or three, you know, probably maximum five people that I talk to on a regular. Um, and they get me, they understand me. They are people I can easily go and talk to um, about certain things. And when I'm going through certain things, if I want to share with them or if they sort of see that, oh, Doba, you're off in, you know, Eddie. You're off in this, you know, way, um, or you're not looking at yourself today. Then I can share with them and open up to them. Um, mm. Whereas with some other people, they they probably notice that oi, you know, something's off with you today. I'm just like, nah, don't worry, I'm fine. And they're like, okay, whatever, we'll move on. But those who know me will go, nah, we know you're not fine. Like, what's wrong? So um, have that circle and keep it small. That's what I'll say. And also for you know, people. So those of you who have friends that are going through things, please. Learn to respect people's pain. You, they, if they don't want to tell you, they don't have to. Don't hold that against them. Don't you know try to act like, because again, you it's not your pain. You're not the one in that position. Fact. So perfect. don't try to turn the situation into something about you. Be there for them. If they want to tell you, they'll tell you. If they don't want to tell you, that's fine too. Just be there in whatever way you can be there. Mm. 
It's like what I said before about um, if I have an issue and you're on a high, I don't want to disturb you with it. It's like you're on, you're on a high, you feel good. The way you think is different. That person is on a low. They feel fucking shit. Mm. You giving them advice like get over it or this no. Oh, you, you'll be fine. I know I'll yes. be fine. Thank you. I didn't come. To, I didn't come to the doctor for you to tell me I'll be fine. Exactly. I know. I already know this. Mm. And. I mean, I've met people that at the gym like, yo, I get overpaid, but going to the gym, I'm fucking going hard. And some people will tell you, I go shopping and I just, it makes me feel better about things. And people will tell you, I like to eat a lot. Like, it's, it's actually very people interesting. People have yeah. different it's, ways yeah, of dealing with pain. Everyone has different ways of Find what works for you. <laughs> and yeah. do, so long as it's, uh, so long as it's healthy. Even if it's not healthy, auntie. Oh, <laughs> no, no when, I, when I say healthy, I don't... <laughs> When I say healthy, I don't mean in terms of like eating or stuff like that. I mean so long as it's some, it's not something that's going to mess you up. Oh fucking like, like drinking. What's his name? Old mate Malcolm X. He said <laughs> you've got an issue. You're a poor man before you drink. You drink and forget about your your freaking poor state. You you sober up. You're still a fucking poor man. Deal with the real issues. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, I think one of those is where it's um don't do something that would just take your mind off it by all means. Yeah, but just know that that issue is there for you. You have to solve it. You have you, eventually. You have to. You're, <laughs> gonna, you're gonna have to face that issue. <laughs> but yeah, anyways, look, guys, so we have a plane to catch. We need to head to the airport in five minutes. It's been great having this conversation. Look, we hope you got like you know someone picks up something from this. Someone learns learn something from this. But yeah, we're just going to wrap up now. Over to Eddie. All right, man. It's been a great episode again. Thank you all for listening and. If you like, I always say, man. If you have any contributions, you have any interesting stories, feel free to share with us. Hashtag Bias Reality or hit us up on any of our socials. Bias Reality underscore Instagram and Twitter. For more information on us or whatever we're doing, what platforms we're on, feel free to go to our website biasreality.com. Um, and if you guys just want to quickly plug your socials, um, you can always find me at Pharrell F O U R R E L L on Instagram and Kastruku. C-A-Z-C-H-U-K-W-U As always, O-S-O-R-I-M-E-N Men for mine, O-S-O-R-R-I-M-E-N All my socials have the same handle You can find all, all this information in the description below anyways But once again, man, thanks for listening As I always say, tomorrow's a new day Stay positive, put a smile on your face And we'll see you in another episode next week Peace Laters. out Laters